Hello everyone, welcome to My Town Today, where you will discover small town places to visit, experiences, stories, and more for you to explore. I'm your host, Christy Burns. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here on the My Town Today podcast with us. I am really excited to introduce to you our special guest today, Tanya Prater, who is the founder of Travel Inspired Living. She's also a local Ohioan, just like me, and is a co-author of several books, Secret Cleveland, A Guide to the Weird, Wonderful, and Obscure, and 100 Things to Do in Cleveland Before You Die, Roadside Attractions, Adult Coloring Book, and so much more more. (laughs) Tanya is also the founder of a new Facebook group, Day Trips in Ohio, that is just exploding out of the water. It's just a group on fire. (laughs) And so I'm really excited to be here with Tanya talking about all these things going on in the travel industry. And I just had this idea that we don't really get a lot of time to talk with other travel writers, bloggers, influencers, unless you're actually reading their blogs and their posts, things like that. We don't really get that insider voice very often unless, you know, they're teaching a class and you're paying for it. So I ta- I had this idea and talked with Tanya and we thought, you know what, this would be a good thing to do and just have people who are actually in the travel industry talking with one another and sharing their stories and talking about what it's like too. And we thought that you as listeners would enjoy it as well. So thank you again, Tanya, for being here today. Thanks so much for having me, Christy. So I'll just start with a little bit on you. If you don't mind giving me a little bit of personal background on you, just kind of how you decided you wanted to be a travel writer, why this industry is um, important to you, and just a little background on how did you decide that travel writing was something that you wanted to do? Sure. So actually, I didn't set out to be a travel writer. I was simply a homeschool mom at that time. Um, My kids were nearing graduation and I was looking for what I was going to do next. Um, At that time, we did travel with my husband's job and we actually lost our house during the recession that hit about 10 years ago and we went into an RV. So we were traveling with his job, living in an RV with three teenage kids and a pound puppy. (laughs) We didn't have a lot of space. (laughs) Definitely learned to appreciate each other, learn boundaries. But my goal at that time was to write about homeschooling, kind of write about some of the things that we were doing, which I called field trips. And, you know, just to inspire people to get out and see things around them. My goal at that time was to be able to provide things for my family that we really couldn't afford at that time. You know, it was a difficult time for us. And I had heard that you could make money blogging and, you know, get some free things things, blogging, um, curriculum and different things like that in the homeschool realm. So that's really what my goal was at that time. We were in the RV for a year and a half before we settled back down and we lived in Alabama during that time. And then when we moved back to Ohio, I really just shifted gears. At that time, I realized when we were traveling that the things that we were seeing and the things that we were doing other places were the things we never did at home. 
like the small regional museums, some of those things that you just kind of overlook in your own hometown. Those were things that we never did at, at home, but we did as field trips when we were traveling. So I just wanted to encourage people to get out in their communities, to see what's nearby, um, and not to always think that they had to travel further to have a great experience. So that's kind of when the travel writing kicked in. And I am very passionate about just encouraging people to get out and to do things and make memories with their families, you know, however that looks, you know, travel looks different for different people that is affordable and attainable for everybody. It just may not look the same. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly with that. How, so how many years ago was that me that you got started? I think I'm nearing 11 years now. I think my very first blog was 2008. So I guess 12 years. This blog that I have now, Travel Inspired Living, actually was called The Traveling Praters, and it got started 11 years ago. That's amazing. So you are a well-seasoned traveler as well as a well-seasoned writer. Um, We traveled a lot with my husband's job. I never really expected that to happen. He's in construction. We, from the time the kids were little, we were just pretty much on the go. A lot of the southern southern states, because it's warmer there during the winter than it is here in Ohio. So a lot of times we would pack up and we would travel. We don't do that anymore. Now we travel more with my job, but definitely that's what that's what kept us busy and kept us going for you know many years. That's amazing. So would you say that your audience very much comes to you for a lot of the practicality? of travel like you said the anybody can travel anybody can experience wonderful things all over the country and so is your uh, writing focused a lot on what anybody can do Um, I hope so. That's what I definitely want, you know, to get across to people. I want to inspire them to travel, um, often do like budget friendly things. I share a lot of road trips, um, a lot of free things, roadside attractions, covered bridges, hiking, you know, things like that, that you can do. And especially things that people are looking for now with the pandemic. That's Mm -hmm. just kind of what I always wrote about because those were things that were attainable to us, you know, when we really didn't have any money and we were getting back on our feet. And those are things that we still enjoy doing now. So I hope when people come to my site, they're inspired, you know, to do some of those things and see things that maybe they wouldn't normally think about just kind of thinking outside of the box a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, and I just think that's a wonderful way to look at travel. And I mean, your name says it all, Travel Inspired Living, because it is an inspirational type of thing for a lot of people when they think about travel. It doesn't have to be something that's uh, a little bit unattainable, I think, for some people. And so what I really like about your blog is that you continually bring that to the forefront, you know, that this is anybody can do this. I think that especially during the pandemic, too, even though a lot of people couldn't travel, um, those that could, you had a lot more people that were trying different things, going different places for all the people that were trying to get out of the cities. And obviously the outdoor recs, uh, recreational things have just skyrocketed. But we are in an interesting time right now for travel because while the industry as a whole is not doing well, there's a lot more people that are interested, I think, in travel in a different way. So obviously, you know, our listeners are geared towards small towns and areas where you're not going to have as much people. And I just believe that in 2021, there's just going to be a huge surge of people that are trying to find things to do in small towns. And so my hope is not only that they're going to get there, 
but the thing, the things are going to be open when they get there, um, you <laughs> exactly. know, because that's the hardest part right now is because I really believe that people want to do those things and are more open to places like small towns and rediscovering things, even, you know, just going to the county next door um, kind of travel, but, you know, regional travel, I'm I am a little afraid, you know, what next year is going to look like as far as how many people are going to be able to keep their doors open at this point to make sure that new travelers are going to have a good experience. And it's nobody's fault. It's just where things are right now. I agree. I agree. Definitely. People are looking for things to do. And, you know, this year has definitely showed them um, that there's a lot of things to do close to home that they would never have found before. And I think that's awesome. But like you, I do worry about things if they're going to be open next year or what next year is going to look like. I think people are still going to be looking for those things close to home, you know, within maybe an hour away, two hours away, maybe going to neighboring states. But I don't see a lot of travel from what I'm hearing for people taking like cross country trips and stuff like that. I think that has really slowed. I don't know. 2021 hopefully will surprise us. We we don't know what that's going to be like yet. So it's hard to plan. Mhm. Yeah, I started to introduce on my last podcast that came out the top 11 small towns to visit in 2021 and one of the things that I was trying to introduce those towns were specifically picked because they do have the amenities and they do have the uh, outdoor recreational aspect that everyone's looking for right now. And to your point, Tanya, people are not going to be going far for that outdoor recreation. They're probably going to be sticking to regional travel, like you said, maybe a neighboring state, but that's probably about as far as they're willing to go. And obviously that's not everyone, but from what we're seeing so far, this is probably going to be the trend for 2021 as much as we have been hoping that things are going to open back up more in 2021, at least for the first six months of 2021. It looks like we're going to have a lot more of the same, unfortunately, that we've been dealing with. And everybody just simply is just waiting to see what happens and not taking any chances until they feel more comfortable. So I think that's a really good place to transition a little bit here into your Facebook page, Day Trips in Ohio. So why don't we take this opportunity to take a quick break and come back and talk about this new exciting page. Okay, everyone, we're just going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. You're invited to experience Tuscarawas County, Ohio. Whether you're enjoying the rolling hills of Amish country, strolling through our historic villages, or exploring our one-of-a-kind museums and attractions, we're sure you'll discover why visitors keep coming back time after time. Conveniently located along I-77 in Northeast Ohio, Tuscross County is just a short drive from Cleveland, Pittsburgh, or Columbus. And be sure to check out our all-new Destination Learning Magazine, the perfect guide for virtual and homeschooling families. Visit TravelTusk.com, that's TravelTusc.com to learn more. Hey everyone, Christy here with My Town Today. Traveling the country and visiting amazing small towns is my passion, but managing my books is not. That is why I love Burns & Associates. They provide professional bookkeeping solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Best of all, they are virtual, which allows them to serve clients all across the country. If you're like me, my schedule is hectic, so video calls to review my finances is best so that I can be up to date no matter where I am. If you need professional bookkeeping solutions to get your finances in order, clean 
cleanup or catch up, or you're ready to outsource so you can get back to running your business, give Burns & Associates a call at 833-BURNS-60. That's 833-287-6760. Or go to burnsltd.net to schedule your free no-obligation consultation. Burns & Associates, solutions to maximize your margin. So Tanya, with all of the wonderful things that you are doing, one thing that I wanted to bring up was your new Facebook group, Ohio Day Trips. And since you are an Ohioan and while you're a U.S. traveler, you spend a lot of time also focusing on on Ohio. And I just think this page is really cool. Tell me a little bit about how this page came to be. And then also we can get into what the page is specifically. Okay. Um, so I started day trips in Ohio last December as a private group on Facebook and I didn't really do anything with it. It sat there. And then in March or, or April, I thought, you know, I probably should get going on this. I'm not really traveling. I'm not you know, really doing much at the moment. I was still seeing things, you know, in Ohio, we would get out and we would hike and, and different things like that. So I just started posting photos of what my husband and I were doing. And I would share those with people like, hey, you know, if you want to get outdoors, this is something that you can do social distance and not be around people and, and things like that. And the Facebook group really just started to take off. And I am really surprised because exploded is a, the perfect word for it. I'm just really surprised by how fast um, it took off. And that just shows me that people in Ohio are looking for things that they can do. Um, they're mm -hmm. looking for things that they can do as a family where they don't have to really be around a lot of people, things that don't cost a lot of money right now, things that are outdoors. Right now, it's Christmas time. So a lot of people are looking for Christmas lights to see where the best displays are, different parts of the state that type of thing. But what I specifically want for day trips in Ohio is that people can come and get personal recommendations. Mm -hmm. It's not someplace to share maybe just a link that you found on Google or anything like that. I really want that personal connection. So people can say, hey, I was here last night and this is what I experienced. I think people appreciate that. They really do appreciate just hearing, you know, what's somebody's point of view from having recently been there. Mm, that's awesome. One thing, so I'm part of the group. And one thing that I really like about it is as a mom, I love the posts where somebody, somebody else who has kids posts about that experience with kids too. And there's obviously lots of posts that don't include kids. I personally like that aspect of it. And like you said, the experiences, getting it from someone's personal perspective, you can get so much and then you can engage in conversation with them to learn more. And it really is a, a great resource. Right. And it's the way it's set up. Anybody can ask a question. We do approve them because we do have a few trolls that come in, but you can ask a question about a certain destination or even if you need ideas and you're going to get answers. Sometimes I'm blown away. <laughs> really by how many responses people get to different questions that they post. You just really never know what's going to take off. This last week, somebody posted a picture of this huge, massive rock that is beside some road. I can't even remember where it is off the top of my head right now, but it's really cool. Do you know what I'm talking about, Christy? I do actually, because it's near my house. Okay. <laughs> um, that was actually one, one that I happened to see. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's in Sugar Grove. Yeah. And um, like a hundred responses. People 
people want to go see this rock yeah. now because it's so unique. But that's just it, an it, example of the more, um, you know, kind of off the beaten path type of things that people share. And of course, there are other things too. You know, if people are going to Columbus and they want to know what's open or, you know, want something to eat, a great recommendation. You have those too. And even though the group is called Day Trips in Ohio, I found that a lot of people want to extend those trips into overnights so they can also get recommendations on different type of lodging that is available in Ohio as well. So it's really mm-hmm. a great resource. I found it really several- is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, with everything going on and people not knowing what's going to be open right now and things like that. It's nice to know that there's a resource like this that you can go on and see what people are doing, ask the questions before you go, because even visitors bureaus and things like that, they might not be open when you go. It's really nice. I mean, this is kind of like a like a little visitor's bureau in a way. <laughs> Sometimes you know, it's kind of, you know, kind of doing the work. I think that this is a great resource for places like that because you and I both work with lots of chambers and visitor's bureaus. And right now they have their hands tied, you know, with COVID. Right. So this places like this, that they can utilize to help get some content and help make maybe relationships with other writers and things because you host that. And I'll come back to that in a minute. I I just think that it's a great resource for people in the industry as well. I just think it's really cool that on Saturdays, correct, you do a basically open forum for other Ohio travel writers on this page. Yeah, I do have a feature called Saturday Shares where other bloggers and travel writers, um, people who have a YouTube channel, and even some photographers are able to drop their links so that people are able to go and see the type of content that they create and some fun things that they've done in Ohio too. That's great. Well, and I, I love that you're open to these other writers and other people that can come in and be a part of this group too, because it's not really for you a competition kind of thing. You know, you want to be able to promote what's out there and there's so so many travel writers and bloggers and things that are out there right now. And it doesn't mean that they're all competition. It means that it's just more content for people to look at. That's something that they want to link to from your page. You know, that actually could be another opportunity to help grow the page too. So it's kind of a win-win. Right. You know, the World Wide Web is huge. Um, I feel there's space for all of us. And sometimes you can't get that help other places. So even though the Facebook page. We don't allow self-promotion. I think it's a great way to allow people to feel part of something, to be able to still share things when they can. So I try to make that available. They have a couple ideas moving forward of some other ways that we can work with people and, and really help to get their name out there too. That's great. Well, I'm looking forward to that. And don't you also do Facebook live events now as well? So yes, we do. We have Day Trip in Ohio broadcasts on Thursdays. We actually do them once a month, but uh, we're going to gear up to start doing those twice a month. We pick different topics or different destinations. Sometimes a destination can sponsor a Facebook Live and they can come in on and they can tell us about their destination. And basically what it is is a conversation between myself and them just to let my um, audience know what is available there. I know Shores and Islands came on early this year. We did another Facebook Live about roadside attractions in Ohio um, with me and one of my moderators, Mike Mixon. And then tonight, Heather Rader, um, who is another one of my moderators, she and I are going to be talking about Christmas towns in Ohio. We have one coming up in January. 
with Amish Country with Leah Yoder. And we're also going to be talking about romantic getaways because people are going to have February's coming up, Valentine's Day, and they're going to want to know where they can go and what's what's even open and available in February. So we have that coming up in January too. So fun. So when you do the Facebook Lives, if you are not on location, do you just talk about it or do you share photos? Or if you're on location, do you kind of, you know, pan out and show people or kind of what's the, what's the content look like? So they're not done on location. I'm not opposed to that. I would definitely consider that. The way we do it right now is we have photos that we can do photos, we can do videos, we can show those. And then we just discuss the different things that are available. I would be interested in doing on location. You know, that would be fun. But right now, because of the way things are, that just hasn't been able to be possible yet. But I'm sure that's something we'll do in the future. Yeah, I bet. That sounds really cool. Well, and just again, going back to why Facebook groups, so many people have probably heard if you haven't already, Facebook groups are just exploding all over the place. But in particular, today we're talking about Tanya Prater's day trips in Ohio, and it is exploding because at least in the state of Ohio, and I'm pretty sure it's the same all across the country, people are looking for things to do and quite frankly, how to do them in 2021 coming up because people want to plan things. They want something that they know is going to be there. I mean, right now things are so uncertain. So having a private Facebook group where you can individually talk to people (laughs) and start conversations so you feel confident in what you're making, I think is one of the reasons, you know, it's doing so well. You had mentioned before you wanted that personal connection and I I think that that's definitely the driver why it's doing so well because people, I mean, outside of just the travel aspect, people need personal connection right now. Yes. (laughs) And I think that the combination of feeling like you're in a community, like you said, then also coupling that with things that you want to do and having something to look forward to, I think everybody in the entire country wants something to look forward to right now. (laughs) And so, you know, a travel-based group of people that are constantly posting things that you can get involved in and you can put on your calendar, I think is just an amazing way to keep your mental health good. (laughs) I think so too. Yeah, definitely. We do have day trips planned. Hopefully next year we'll work out where we'll be able to take it off of Facebook and actually get out in the community and do a few day trips. So that's the goal. That's been the goal from the beginning. But then of course, you know, 2020 didn't cooperate. So we're hoping in 2021, we can do that. And it's going to grow to be even more of a community. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today about you and travel inspired living day trips in Ohio, and really excited to see your new blog that you're going to be posting soon. Is that still on the horizon for next year? Or Hopefully is there a timeline? it's still on the horizon. Um, the Facebook group takes up a little bit of my time. Um, so I haven't really been able to focus on getting that other side up. My goal had been to have it up in January and I'm going to be hard pressed if I get that. Um, so now I'm hoping February. Um, it'll finally be launched. Well, I hope everybody listening keeps an eye out for that. And also for those of you that are listening that are in the travel industry, if you have not checked out Day Trips in Ohio, make sure that you get on there, especially if you are Ohio-based, because it may be a resource for you, not just for your personal, but if you are 
part of a VCB or a place like that, this is a great way um, to get involved with what people are looking for for travel right now. Make sure that you contact Tanya. And thank you again, Tanya, for being on the show today. I'm super excited to get this podcast out. That's really all I have to say is thank you. (laughs) Thanks so much, Christy. It's been great talking to you today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more about the towns we visit, travel tips, and how to promote with My Town, just type My Town Today in your favorite browser and click on My Town Today or go to MyTownTravels.com. To learn more about how to be a guest on the show or to sponsor an episode, just go to our homepage and click on Podcast and select Submit a Request.